This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, February 4th, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. The health insurance mandates in Obamacare, those covering contraception, abortion, and related services, are losing in court. Ilya Shapiro, Senior Fellow in Constitutional Studies at the Cato Institute, comments. We talked previously about the sort of the collective conscience that we're compelled to participate in with respect to uh, contraceptive funding uh, with respect within the confines of Obamacare. What do we know now? Well, there have been a few developments, both uh, on the litigation uh, uh, field and in terms of regulations. Uh, in the last couple of weeks, courts have been busy issuing decisions against the Obama administration. I think the total record now is something like 11 and, 11 and 3 uh, against uh, the contraceptive mandate at, at various procedural stages. I mean, I don't want to bore people with the technical legal weeds, but clearly this regulation imposing uh, certain things uh, against uh, the, the beliefs of, uh, of, of individuals relating to uh, whether it be abortion, contraceptives, uh, other various parts of Obamacare, the courts aren't looking kindly to this. Perhaps seeing the writing on the wall, the Obama administration last week promulgated a new regulation uh, uh, giving greater exemptions to still nonprofit entities. It's not clear whether it's just the uh, non-worship activities of, of churches, so you know churches operating soup kitchens and hospitals and things like that, or nonprofits more broadly. But what it is clear is that for-profit businesses like Hobby Lobby that we discussed before, a, a bunch of organizations, a bunch of businesses filing suit around the country, they will not be exempt. So uh, just because people are operating for-profit, apparently their religious views are less important. Has the Obama administration attempted to draw out any sort of meaningful differentiation between firms that are for-profit and firms that are non-profit or firms that are non-profit religious with respect to religious liberty? Yeah, uh, they, they definitely have. Uh, the, the farthest reach of the new regulation, the new exemption, and this doesn't fully address the concerns of the D.C. Circuit that we discussed previously. Remember, they, the court commanded the administration to report every 60 days about uh, uh, what steps they were taking to address the very valid concerns of the, uh, of the two uh, uh, colleges that we had filed a brief supporting. Um, but definitely it's, it's about nonprofits, and uh, it doesn't have to be religious activity, but they definitely have to be religious nonprofits of, of, of various kinds. Uh, and that uh, is really only addressing the cosmetics of the issue. It's not clear. And at the same time, there are a bunch of accounting tricks in terms of what the administration is doing. That is, the employer doesn't have to pay for the contraceptives or other things they object to, but the insurer that the employer contract with simply has to provide them for free. Well, as Milton Friedman said, there's no such thing in the, as a free lunch. Clearly, that free, so-called free coverage will be reflected in the increased uh, premiums for other services. And in any case, the... Uh, the contract that the employer engages in with the insurance company, that he's being essentially being compelled to pay for the service. Exactly. I mean, this is whether you call it a regulation of the employer, of the insurer, an intrusion on the contractual rights, it's still at the end of the game uh, uh, a bait and switch or a shell game that the administration is playing, still trying to ram through what it wants to, to command and control this particular aspect of, of life or of the economy, uh, and they're trying to uh, comply with certain letters, uh, if uh, wholly not the spirit of the law, of the Constitution. These decisions that have come out over the last couple of weeks, what does that set up 
over the next weeks and months in terms of future litigation? Well, there are dozens of these cases, and for that matter, there are dozens of other cases challenging uh, other corners of Obamacare's uh, legislation, regulation, implementation, you name it. Cato's having a, a forum on this this uh, Thursday, uh, actually at 4 o'clock, um, that you can watch online if you're not in Washington. Uh, but eventually, unless uh, the administration completely backs away from the contraceptives mandate, this is heading to the Supreme Court, where, as I've said before, I don't think the issue will even reach the First Amendment uh, freedom of exor religious exercise. I think this will be decided on the uh, Religious Freedom Restoration Act, uh, a federal law that says that uh, Congress, uh, the government, has to narrowly tailor uh, their laws, even if you pass a generally applicable law that just happens to burden religion disproportionately, you still have to make attempts to do something to uh, uh, to draw the law in a more narrow direction, just like you can't burden uh, the, the free exercise of speech, for example, incidentally. You still have to uh, draw things more narrowly. And, and here, it's unclear uh, whether the purpose of uh, making sure that Sandra Fluke gets her birth control pills for free is compelling enough to warrant a wholesale imposition on everybody's conscience across the country. Ilya Shapiro is a senior fellow in constitutional studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.